Well, our moms think we're funny. Hello, everybody. My name is Komi. Hey, everybody. My name is Turk182. Yeah, what is going on, Turk? Uh, well, we were just watching uh, a trailer for a movie starring uh, Jewel State from... Oh, she's been at lots of things, but I know her from, like, Serenity and Firefly. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. She played Kaylee. Um, and uh, it was called How to Plan an Orgy in a Small Town. And uh, it gave us the idea for, like, a small independent movie of our own, um, which we were, we were planning on calling um, How to Get Laid in 30 Days or Less. <laughs> and it's about two guys that are that are trying to figure out, like, you know, like... Like, we haven't been late in, like, you know, however long it is, you know, like, six months, a year, whatever. It's like, we got to find a way to, 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 to get laid, you know, because nothing we were trying works. And they're like, oh, I got an idea. What we'll do is we'll use the, the uh, uh, reverse psychology and we'll kind of spread around this whole thing. Is like where we're going to be celibate um, for, like, for a month. And we're, <laughs> and like, cel- not just celibate. We're, like, you're kind of like no net November, right? But, but um I'd but, say we'd have to be like putting money on that. That like we've we've got like a thirty thousand dollar bet to see who can stay celibate, right? And, and not not yeah, not do anything. No no spilling of the seat at all. <laughs> um, and uh, we you know we you know, kind of spread it around there, but to get women to try to seduce us, so we'll lose the bet. You know, You're yeah, like oh, yeah. I bet you I could cause him to. To like not do it, and so that's our plan of getting laid. Yeah, yeah. And and of course, you know, when women do, when we plan, it's like okay, so if women do do have sex with us, then um, we were like, well, you know, it's like okay, well, don't tell anybody, and then when I win, right, I'll split <laughs> the money with you. And so of course that goes around, and and that the idea is that that's going to happen, but we get like 25 days into it and we still have not had sex with anybody. Right, right. Right. And it's like, well, this is not working. And so it's like, well, and so that's like the whole concept of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, you know, look forward to that in 2025. Cause you know, <laughs> we're realistic. Yeah, we're playing yeah. things out. Like, you know, like the MCU, we're building a whole cinematic universe about guys who don't get laid. Of course. Yeah. <clears throat> I've experienced over 1000 rejections. Yeah. I say cinematic universe. I meant, Autobiography, but you know what? Whatever, whatever, whatever. It's all good. <laughs> you act like neither of us ever have sex. I mean, I mean, I have fucked Jennifer Lopez a few times. <laughs> I just look at my hand and be like, "Oh, I want taquitos and tacos." <laughs> <laughs> have you seen an episode of South Park? No. <laughs> Where Cartman <laughs> draws a face on his hand, he calls it Jennifer Lopez, <laughs> and <laughs> and they, and he just he just keeps treating it like it's a separate person, like it's Jennifer Lopez, and <laughs> then he gets a recording contract, and Ben Affleck like comes to South Park, and then like the real Jennifer Lopez gets all pissed off, she's like, "That's not me." She's like, "Oh, Ben, I love you," and then. And he's like jacking off Ben Affleck. Uh, <laughs> spectacular. <laughs> oh, it's, it's really funny. Oh, spectacular. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. I know that for most guys, like, 69 is, like, their favorite number. Like, you know, like, Bill and Ted, like, <laughs> 69, dude! Yeah, yeah. But what would you say is your second favorite number? Hmm. Hmm. I mean, like, I, I don't have, like, a funny answer to that. Okay, what about, like, okay, well, how about we just count down? So, 68. Nah, that's kind of boring. 67? Nah, nah. 66. Well, I mean, that that definitely conjures up some, some feelings, yeah. Okay, 
So, I mean, I, I was I was gonna stop you at sixty four because I grew up playing the Nintendo sixty four. Oh yeah, yeah. but uh, but yeah, no this this is a better segue. Uh, sixty six, and you called it out. <laughs> I, I I had to. I was going to if you didn't. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I mean it was it was a foregone conclusion. We were gonna call attention to the segue there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah. You know, you've got uh, you got Route sixty six. That's mm-hmm. pretty good. You know, you, you that gum. You add 600 to it, and uh, then you get 666, which is, like, you know, all, all heavy metal and stuff. You add 200 to it. 600 to it. Oh, 600. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, you said, yep, you get 666, uh-huh. Yep, yep, yep. Um, I mean, what else? Uh, it was it was also a really big turning point in Star Wars. It was. It was. It was. 1966 is when George Lucas had that automobile accident where he was in the hospital and able to move for, was, like, like... Uh, like several months, and that's when he came up with the idea of Luke Starkiller, um, and the story that eventually metamorphed into uh, into Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, but so, that's what you're talking about, was it? Uh, well, I mean, that, that that would be an interesting little uh, little detour we could make. Actually, I don't remember when he had that supposed car accident or whatever. <laughs> I say supposed because I, I mean, that's what I've heard, but I'm really, like, really dug into it. But like, is that the true or not? The version of the script I read, it was Anakin Starkiller. Hmm. But it was also, like, really leaning into the roots of, uh, of the samurai movies that he was pulling from. Like, that was back when the, the Jedi would wear samurai top knots and stuff like that. Yeah, back when, uh, Han Solo had a lightsaber. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which I don't think they even called them lightsabers in that version of the script. I think they just called them laser swords or something. <laughs> laser sword. But uh, but no, no. I was I was thinking of uh, of Order sixty six. Oh yeah. Remember the memes on that when everybody would reference that. Um, I don't remember the memes. Uh, oh, dude, it was like such a thing you couldn't set foot in one of the cons without hearing the cake is a lie. Execute order sixty six. They used to hear the cake is a lie a lot, but um, yeah, okay, yeah. So, uh, you know, I make some controversial takes on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes, you do. There are people who would say that I'm a bad person. <laughs> yes, I do. Yes, they do. <laughs> I don't know how else to say this without just ripping the band-aid off and straight up saying it, but Turk, I, I think I'm an Order 66 denier. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, so uh, explain to me like the this uh, Order 66 denial. <laughs> I, I do want to hear this. So when you say denier, like you don't believe that it actually happened, you don't believe that that Order sixty six ever actually happened. Well, I'm not going to go that far. I'm just going to say, as the Emperor's plan and as a military move, uh, as a as a military mission strategy, however you want to call it, it was an absolute failure. All right, because because what was the goal of Order sixty six? Uh, was to kill off the Jedi. Kill off the Jedi. Right. Right. So you would think. Now I, I I I'm gonna just follow up here. I want uh oh I was like how am I in an in, incognito tab? Um, <laughs> oops! I, I would have thought that all your tabs would be incognito tabs, just the naughty ones. Oh, so again, I would have thought that all your tabs would be incognito tabs. <laughs> how many Jedi were there prior to Order 
66. This is one I don't truly know the answer to. I'm just kind of curious. So there were 10,000 Jedi Knights, right? Really? Apparently, yeah. Wow, that's a lot. Well, I mean, they make it seem like it's so rare to, to yeah, have midichlorians. Yeah. Suddenly, midichlorians was like my dad. He's just walking around fucking everybody. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, sure, they killed a lot of them, but 10,000? Um, no, I'm not going to keep doing that bit. But, um, but yeah, so ostensibly there are 10,000 Jedi Knights, although it's supposed to be a super rare thing. Right. Well, I guess, I guess throughout the, the, the vast galaxy, right? I mean, maybe, maybe, I mean, I don't know, but it, I mean, does, it does seem like a lot though. I never saw that many at the Jedi Temple. I never saw that many during like the Clone Wars stuff that I saw, but, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll give them the benefit of the doubt. Maybe, maybe that part of their propaganda is true. I mean, we're both kind of pro empire here. Yeah. I mean, well, in this household. They, I wonder if they're kind of counting full fledged Jedi or they're counting younglings too. Oh, the, the, the the Padawans and the younglings, maybe I didn't think about that, but uh, but yeah, so you know we we see we see that uh, that the clones get taken over with their programming, they kill a bunch of the Jedi, and at the end of uh, Revenge of the Sith, mm-hmm. we see that Obi Wan has survived and Yoda has survived, and mm-hmm. it's like, well, you know that's that's pretty impressive. You know, out of 10,000 targets, you've got two survivors. I, that That's a margin of error I'll allow for. So I will say that there are more, at the end of Revenge of the Sith, there are still more Jedi that are alive mm-hmm. that they're that they're still pursuing hunting down. Because we find out later, you know, in the, the continuing extended universe, um, that there are uh, Ahsoka, uh, Thanos, uh, yep. lived, and she was doing her thing. But, but in her defense, though... She had actually, um, she had actually renounced the Jedi Order. So she was not a Jedi anymore. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, so, cause she didn't agree with something they were doing. So she had renounced the Order. And, um, so she wasn't a Jedi anymore. And, and, uh, so, but. That's, that's real convenient for him. <laughs> well, I was gonna say, because, like, the, the Jedi is, sure, you got the Midichlorians and all that kind of stuff, right? But it's, it, the Jedi is more of a title than it is anything else. So it's supposed to be a religious order, right? So well, the, the midichlorians kind of fucked that, but so if you can, so you can, you can still be or have the 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 midichlorians in you, or whatever, and and then just renounce, but like, okay, I, but I'm not following your your doctrine. I'm just going to do whatever it is that I do, um, and not be a part of that. So like, I can still have the the force capabilities and all that kind of stuff, but I'm not going to do what Jedi's do. I'm just going to live my own life. I'm not going to run around trying to protect people or whatever. I'm just going to just, just be my own person. Yeah. Like those, those people who like go AWOL from the military and, and renounce the military, but they keep all their gear and shit. Right. Still just like randomly shoot people. Yeah. You but, know, but, but they as, don't, as you do. but, but they don't, uh, they don't, they don't go by like they're, they're like, I'm, but I'm a captain. Like now they don't do that. They're like, yeah, but <laughs> like I, that's, that's something I do anymore. I suspect that, when you leave the Jedi Order, you're probably going to take your robes and put them in the back of your closet and put your lightsaber in a box and put it away <laughs> and never tell anybody that you used to be part of the Jedi Order. Is that right? You say, we can't have that. <laughs> so, I mean, the, the thing that bothers me about this is that it seems like every couple of months... The, the story changes and surprise, there were more survivors. And okay, I mean, you know, we, we won't fixate too much on Asaka. You know, we'll, we'll say, okay, you know, if you, if you want to say that she was not made a target based off of that, then sure. I would argue that 
Palpatine being as thorough as he claims to have been probably wouldn't have cared about that. Well, I, I also think that Vader, you know, because they always, they always want to kind of soften Vader up, you know, after the fact, which I, I, I'm okay with in some aspects, but in other aspects, like, once you open that door to, like, he wasn't the cold-hearted blah, 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 then it, it just makes it so easy to, like, and we're making another exception, another exception, another yeah, exception. Yeah, yeah. And that also kind of invalidates everything Luke did. Right in episode six, so it's like, I, it's like like you, like all you think you did was exploit a a weakness that was already there. You didn't, right, right. You didn't chip away at it, which which means he's way less impressive. Which I guess that's what they dedicated the entire sequel trilogy to, is to say, hey, this this Jedi hero, no, he he actually kind of sucks. Right, but so but I was gonna say the uh and again in the end of uh of uh at the the Clone Wars cartoon when Ahsoka like which if you haven't seen that that is amazing. When, when they execute Order sixty six, so it's it's after she helps the Mandalorians, um, like free Mandalore from um, from uh, Darth Maul, mm-hmm. and then they they take Darth Maul and they lock him in this in this like uh, uh what you, what's that Beskar like prison thing? It's all it's almost like he's in, in like uh in carbonite freezing, and they're flying him away to to take back to uh uh Coruscant, and execute Order 66 and all the Jedi's turn and she's able to uh, save Commander Cody because he has something like fucked up in his head and so she's mm-hmm, able to get mm-hmm. the, the, the device out yeah, to keep that. him going. It's really nice because when she sets Darth Maul loose as a distraction, it he fucks shit up. It's beautiful. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But, but they, 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 the, whole, the whole ship crashes onto this planet and she survives and she... And of course, everyone dies, and Darth Maul escapes. But she buries like all of the clone troopers, and she puts like these markers out there. And then when Vader goes to check, like he sees like you know the graves and everything at the crash site, and then sees her uh, Ahsoka's lightsabers where she left them there. Right, right. right? They basically for him um, because Maul had Maul had seen a vision of the future of everything that Palpatine was going to do, and he was trying to prepare for it. And he was trying to tell her, like, look, like. There's like a whole nother menace that we didn't know about that's out there and mm-hmm. all this mm-hmm. other kind of stuff. So I think that, that when Vader shows up there and he sees that, he's like, okay, like you, you renounced, you, you put the lightsabers here. You're saying you're not going to be a threat. I'm going to let you go. I'm not going to say anything about it. Um, you know, kind of provide like, like kind of like a Pulp Fiction thing. Okay. You know, but when you're gone, you stay gone or you be gone. Right. Right. You, right. you lost all your course hand privileges. You know? <laughs> you know? So anyway, so, so that's, that's what I'm thinking. Why you know why that she would not have been a, a threat? Okay, but there's so many more. Yeah, that's the thing is that they add so many more every couple of months. That's the problem I have here. Because when when Revenge of the Sith released and they were talking about Order sixty six, the first place my mind went to was uh, the Jedi Outcast video games. You okay. play Kyle Katarn, who is uh, basically a self taught Jedi. And it's like, well, I mean, you could kind of argue, say, I don't fully know the character's biography. You know, he wasn't part of the Jedi Order at the time of Order 66. Mm-hmm. But it's like, well, then you've obviously still got people being born Jedi. Right. There's that. So I, I don't know if you can necessarily call him a survivor. But then what did they do after that? They came out with um, the, the Force Unleashed games. And you've got... Vader's uh, Sith Apprentice, uh, 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 Starkiller, okay. or, or Galen Merrick. And so the very first mission Vader sends you on in those games is, we have a Jedi survivor. 
Rom Coda. You got to kill Rom Coda. So I haven't, I haven't played any of those games. Okay. Uh, the, they're fun. They're fun as hell. I've heard they are. But, uh, but yeah, your very first mission is Rom Coda survived Order 66, kill Rom Coda. And, uh. Now, just real quick, are those canon? I, I, that's the issue with Disney. Okay. Disney claims that none of the books or games or whatever are canon. Mm hmm. It was part of the extended universe. I would argue it is as legitimate as any of the books and stuff. Okay. Which, to me, is canon. I think just because Disney decided, oh, we, we want this to be a different universe. No, 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 no. It was all, it was all built with a very specific thing in mind. So it's, it's like, it's, it's like it's not canon until Disney used to pull it in as a resource. Mm -hmm. And then now it's canon. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I just, I just don't like Disney anymore, so it's like, okay, I mean, you, you can say that it's not canon. It was, it was a recognized part of the games. It was a recognized part of the novel universe. Mm -hmm. So I would argue that it is, but that's just me. Um, let's see, who else have we got here? I didn't uh, realize you had such a serious hate on for, uh, for Disney. I didn't until like the past couple of years, but they've just, they, they've gone from being kind of base to being kind of cringe. That woman's face is fucked up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just a busted up woman. Wow. But no, like, I mean, I, we, we've, we've talked about, we've had a couple of episodes talking about Disney. And it's like, yeah, yeah I mean, you know, I used to love Disney. I used to be a hardcore Disney fan, but uh, I just, I hate what the company has become. Yeah, Absolutely I mean, hate it. And at this, I mean, every, just because you love something doesn't mean it's not a business. Cause at its heart, it's a business. I mean, you, we've talked about this with like the, uh, like all the cartoons and stuff that we watched growing up and everything. It's like, oh man, I love these cartoons and everything. Yeah, yeah these cartoons were not made for you to love. They were made to sell toys. Right. You know, right. and it's like, oh, well, why, why did the cartoon end? It was so good. Oh, because the toys stopped selling. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, mm -hmm. you know, and, and I never saw it that way. And then I go back and I look, I'm like, holy shit, like all this stuff that I loved was never around. Like fucking like, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory was <laughs> never a movie. It was never made to be a movie to entertain people. It was made to sell chocolate. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like, like, what the crap, dude? I mean, <laughs> like, you made an entire movie just so, just to sell chocolate. Like, why couldn't you just make a movie that was going to be a good movie? Like, no, 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 no. We don't want to make a good movie. We want to sell chocolate. But like, what the? Like, We're like, going to use Grandpa Joe to do it. Um, well, I mean, you have to, you know, every, every good movie has to have a villain. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Grogu. Grogu. Okay, I mean, I haven't seen The Mandalorian yet, but from what I understand, he was there during Order 66, he just managed to escape. Mm, hold on. No, 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 because Grogu, because The Mandalorian comes after, um, after, uh, the, um, the Star Wars, the, um, the New Hope trilogy. Uh-huh. But so, isn't Grogu, like, several hundred years old? I don't really know. Say, I don't think they've really said how old Grogu is. Because you know they used to call him Baby Yoda because he is still kind of an infant, but I know he's he's older than he's supposed to be. Yeah, um, like Yoda was nine hundred though. Like they're very long lived people. Right. Okay. Here, here we go. Here we go. Uh, Grogu, formerly known as Baby Yoda, was born into Jedi Temple on the planet Coruscant during the time of the Galactic Republic. Was trained by multiple Jedi Masters before Order sixty six was issued. As seen in flashbacks in the Book of Boba Fett Season 1, Grogu watched three Jedi be slain by the 501st. He was fortunate and managed to escape into hiding. So, but was he being trained at the time? Is that what it said? Or Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And watched three masters get struck down. So, okay. So, there's another one. So, they're, they're continuing to add to the list. But I would say, though, in his defense, though, uh, or in defense of his character, that we are still talking about someone who was not a trained Jedi. So, he's not an active... 
Jedi again. But so, Anakin killed all the younglings. <laughs> but they were they were active Jedi. Well, okay, Anakin killed all of them because he's just a puss. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, let's be fair, right? Remember when Anakin killed all of the uh, all of the, the Tuscan Raiders? Yeah, yeah. And he's like, I killed them. All the men, women, and children. I killed them all. Blah uh-huh, blah. Uh-huh. So the men, dang, I've never heard of a Tuscan Raider woman being a warrior, right? They're always, as far as you know, the men. But he killed the men and the women and the children. Just killed them all. I think at that point he got a taste for like killing like innocent people. <laughs> there I go remember, again. Because remember when he goes to Mustafar, right? And he locks all those guys in there. And what does he do? He just starts killing them all. They can't defend themselves. They don't. They don't even know the first thing about fighting. Yeah, yeah. But and he kills them all. I think Anakin just likes killing defenseless people. I I don't disagree with that. I'm just saying there there were Jedi younglings who died. So I mean that's not really a valid reason for for Grogu to survive. Well, I'm saying is that he killed them just because they were there. Like, he killed them because they were there. He, like, went to the Jedi Temple. All the Jedi were out there. He's like, shit. He told me to kill a Jedi in the Temple. Uh, well, I mean, I think before he was like, hey, guys, guess what? You all graduated to full-fledged Jedi. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, think, I think he was just being a puss. Like, he was showing there with all those clone troopers. He didn't want to look bad in front of him. He's like, what do we do about the kids? Oh, but they're just kids. Let them live. He's so weak. <laughs> he, he was trying to bring, he was trying to pull, pull, pull him. Uh, he was trying to. Carry himself as a badass, right? <laughs> because, you know, all the times, like, Obi-Wan thinks I'm weak. He doesn't think I can do it and everything. I could kill a bunch of kids if I wanted to. <laughs> um, okay. I've, I've got, I've just got a list here of Jedi who supposedly survived Order 66. Okay, go ahead. So, we've got Kelleran Beg, or Beck? B-E-Q. B-E-Q. So, Kelleran Beck from, uh, who originally was introduced in Star Wars Jedi Temple Challenge. But then he made his proper introduction into the franchise in Season 3 of The Mandalorian. Okay. He was played by the guy who played Jar Jar Binks. Wow, am I best? Yeah. Wow. Well, I guess he stepped up. He is noticeable, and he is notable as the Jedi Master who saved Grogu during Order 66. Okay. Okay. So they've got Obi-Wan here, we already know. Yoda, we already know. Yoda and Obi-Wan I don't have a problem with. That's that's the margin of error. But now it's like, well, Grogu lived. Uh, the guy who saved Grogu lived. Uh, Ahsoka lived, but, you know, she she doesn't really count because she wasn't actually a Jedi. Uh, now we have Kanan well, Jarrus. Well, you, you, you're going to throw that in my face when I'm like, <laughs> I'm like okay. Because well, you, you weren't actually a Jedi. <laughs> you take the tone out your mouth. <laughs> Uh, okay, Kanan Jarrus, who was the Jedi Padawan to Deepa Bilaba? Oh, yeah, him. Okay. So, thanks to the sacrifice of his master, Jarrus would survive Order 66 and go on to help form the Rebellion with the assistance of the crew of the starship The Ghost. Uh, he was also involved with the Bad Batch stuff, so there's another one. Bad Batch is cool. Uh, I hear it's cool, yeah. I mean, I don't have an issue with any of, like... Any of that kind of stuff. Oh, his voice was featured uh, among the cacophony that Ray hears during the final events of Rise of Skywalker. Still haven't seen that. I don't have no plans on watching that. Yeah, uh, Gungi, the little Wookiee Padawan. What? I never, I never saw Wookiee Padawan. Yeah, he was introduced in Star Wars: The Clone Wars. Hmm. He, along with a group of Padawans, team up with Ahsoka to take down some pirates. Yeah, yeah. The Bad Batch series revealed that Gunky survived Order 66 and with the help of the titular team was returned to the planet Kashyyyk. 
Okay. Okay, I remember this guy. This this is like really, really new in the Star Wars video game, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. You play as Cal Kestis, who was a Padawan to Master Jaro Tapal when Order 66 began. He escaped. Okay, so how, how many Jedi escaped Order 66? That's... There's not, there's not like a numbered thing here, but how many, how many do we have so far? Let's see. I wouldn't count. <laughs> okay, we got Grogu, uh, Keller and Beck, Obi, Yoda, Kanan Jarrus. I'll skip Ahsoka. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you and, you're welcome. You're gonna keep Ahsoka's name out your mouth. I'm just gonna take it right now. <laughs> Uh, Gungi, that's now seven. Cal Kestis, that's eight. That's eight so far. Okay. Now, eight, I'm, eight out of 10,000. I'm going to say not so a 1% error. I'm, I'm going to say not a comprehensive list that, that we've seen. And also, they're just going to keep revealing more and more. What's to stop them from releasing a game next year with two more Jedi? Uh, Execute Order 67? <laughs> I don't know. Sarah Junda. Uh... You think I like a Jedi holiday? <laughs> Former Jedi Knight and Jedi Seeker before the Annihilation of the Order and was one of the very few to have survived Order 66. Okay, so I'm just going to say this. From what you keep saying, one of the very few, very few is like, it's, I can't really say very few. Just say one of the one of the ones that survived. You can't see, say very few when you keep announcing more and more see, and more. See, that's, that's the issue I have, is that every time they come out with a new game or a new show, it's like, oh yeah, this guy survived too. So they're just going to keep on adding names. It's not a huge list right now, but like, good lord. <laughs> what point is it like, okay, that... They failed their job. Okay, well, okay, so, okay, before you say they failed their job, right, they did exactly what they were supposed to do. So, they, so the, the, uh, the, uh, clone troopers, right, it was like, okay, execute Order 66. So, execute Order 66 was basically that the Jedi are no longer, are no longer your allies or your enemy. That was, that's Order 66. They're no longer your allies or your enemies. Kill them. If you see a Jedi, kill a Jedi, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's what the order does. It just says, you know, kill them. You know, their their uh, you know, opposition to the to the uh, the empire. But they didn't. I don't think at some point they were still seeking them out. But I think it became one of these things where where the Jedi went into hiding because they knew that. So they were they were all in hiding and they weren't announcing themselves as Jedi anymore. They may have been doing some things, but they weren't active, which is kind of what you wanted to do, which is, I know we can't kill, there's 10,000 of them out there throughout the entire the galaxy, right? It would be kind of hard for us to kill all of them, especially since not all of them are actively engaged in the, the battle that's going on right now. So we're going to be able to kill off a bunch of them, but we put fear into, like, all the rest of them because we've killed off, like, 8,000 of them, let's say, right? <laughs> so the other ones, I know they, they, we've killed off 8,000 of them in, like, the snap of a finger, right? That... That the other one's like, you guys don't stand a chance. Like, you can't, you can't, you can't amass and get together without us knowing. So, only thing they can do is go into hiding. And I think they didn't they even send out like a beacon or a message of, um, what's his name? Uh, Leia's adopted father, um, Bell Organa. Yeah, Bell Organa. So, Organa, I think, sent out a message that was like, you know, don't come here. Like right, to the Jedi, right. don't come here and everything. And so they were like, oh, well, shit, like we've got to go into hiding. Some of them, I still were still found as they were going through. Like, yeah, we know that some of these people are in these areas right here and they were still found and killed. 
But the rest of them, they just like, they went and hide and things. That's the things like, what's, what's more, uh, like what is more of a, of a, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, effective is to just kill them all. Or, I mean, I just kill them all would be effective, but, or, or to, or to put such a fear in the other ones that they stop doing their job. Because like, 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 think about it. Like you're, you're a Jedi. You're, you're so peaceful, but now you're so afraid to do your job to do anything because you know that, that we're going to kill you all. And also, also that people, they can't count on you because the Jedi, they were like, well, the Jedi are the peacekeepers. Now they're all dead. So even if they wanted to, no one's going to ask for a Jedi's help. Plus, that's going to put you at odds with the Empire. Yeah, but we see what happened. The One of the survivors started the rebellion. Oh, yeah, because the rebellion went so well. <laughs> so well. I mean, we can we can ask Vader and Palpatine how well it went. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Vader, as, we've, as they've now taken and shown us, was kind of a weak bitch from the beginning. Yes, right? yes. He, he no! was only there for the drama. I mean, so... I mean... Like all of that, the you know you know the, what would what would helped the the empire stay strong is if just once Palpatine had given Vader a hug and it was like <laughs> you did a good job Vader I'm proud of you oh my god he's crying <laughs> <laughs> okay patting uh, uh, the bear patamame whatever but I mean <laughs> but now because because Vader basically turned to him as his father figure yeah right? yeah. And, and all he got, all he got in return was he just got kind of shit up on. And he was like, oh, remember the thing you said about me saving, I'm saving? Oh, yeah. No, sorry, man. She's dead. You killed her, dude. <laughs> oh, where were, dad. Where, where were you? Dude, I, that was, dude, I, I was taking shit, man. I had some, <laughs> had some Gungan beef the other day. It's like, oh, it just knotted me all up in here, man. Beef. It's like, like, you know, like even the force couldn't move that shit. <laughs> but I'm, I'm just saying like, like if he if he just wants then he never would have turned on him he never would have turned on him I mean probably but uh, but so so like make it I mean for someone like Palpatine I can see him making them all afraid to come out of hiding to do their job while his stormtroopers are marching up and down the streets doing all this stuff and knowing <laughs> that there's a Jedi there that won't do shit I mean I think that's kind of funny I mean yeah it's just like it just bothers me that they keep moving the goalposts. Okay, no, I, I, every time it's convenient, it's like, well, this guy survived too. Eventually, we're going to wind up with a thousand Jedi survivors, and then it's not going to—you're not going to be able to say, "Oh, that's a march and error. Well, see, at that point, then they'll be like, "Well, there were eleven thousand Jedi." <laughs> <laughs> so then, now when they move the goalpost, right? But they'll move the starting line too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which, which is why I keep making the whole denier jokes because <laughs> that's that's what the accusations are. And it's like, oh, they're, they're just changing the numbers every couple of years. Uh, so also from Fallen Order, we have Taran Malakos, who was a Jedi general. So you, you would think when you're executing Order 66 that if you're targeting specific Jedi during the Great Jedi Purge, as they call it, that mm-hmm. you would want to target a general. I mean, he lived. <laughs> I mean, you know, if, if he was around the target, he was, he was a revered general. <laughs> right. But I mean, you know, most generals don't actually go directly into battle. They're like, you guys go ahead. I'm going to tell you what to do from back here. Uh, we're, we're, we open that movie with General Kenobi fighting, uh, fighting your boy. Yeah, but, I mean, but Kenobi, though, is an exception. He's so Kenobi. Is this, so is this guy, a revered Jedi general. You're, you're a revered general every time you win. That doesn't mean <laughs> that you win a battle. 
Uh, we got. You, know, you never hear about. You never have hear about the revered general that lost. <laughs> <laughs> well, somebody's not reading up on Civil War stuff. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Killed the Negroes, didn't we? <laughs> uh, Luminara Unduli was a Jedi Master and mentor to Barriss Offee, a Padawan that would clash with Ahsoka Tano during the Clone Wars. Oh, cool. So, she, I don't know why they listed her as a survivor. She managed to survive Order 66, but was soon after captured, tortured, and killed by the Grand Inquisitor. Oh, so, again, so, someone that actually was killed by through yeah, so, ex- uh, Order 66. So, that that didn't really count. That was, F, uh, like, she she's not a survivor. I don't know why they listed her. Uh, Quinlan Voss, Jedi Knight during the Clone Wars. The Jedi Master of Isla Secura who was a friend and ally of Obi-Wan, the love interest of the former dark Jedi turned bounty hunter Asajj Ventress. Oh, they were Libesians. <laughs> I was, I was, I was going to mention Asajj because cause they, they she was a Sith in training. They never really did anything great with her, but she, Asajj was the shit, she man. Was, she was pretty awesome, yeah. But uh, being a fallen Jedi, I would say she wouldn't be pinged for targeting on Order 66. Wait, wait, so. When was Asajj Ventress a fallen Jedi? She was always Sith. Uh... She was trained by Dooku. See, I I remembered like one of the few Clone Wars cartoons that I saw. She was like, "I am Sith," and Dooku was like, "You are not yet Sith." So I, I yeah, because because he, he had he had all those people come together to see which was going to be his apprentice, and she kind of waited, and then she just jumped out of there, and she just like cut through over me, right? And then she he was who yeah, are you? Yeah. She's like, "I am Sith." She's I mean, she is pretty awesome. But uh, let's see, Jocasta New was the librarian of the Jedi archives at the Temple of Coruscant. Okay. Uh, she was later, after the war, captured and killed by Vader. Okay. So but, she wasn't uh, a survivor either? She was a survivor of the initial... Yeah, she survived the Purge itself, but uh, it depends on how, how much later. Because it just says that uh, she later returned to the Jedi Temple to retrieve a holocron hidden in the archives. And she was captured and killed by Vader. So, I mean, if, if it was, like, five or ten years later, I would say she counts as a survivor. Mm, yeah. Oh, okay, I would say, if, if in, that, in that situation, yeah, I would say that. You know, you know what, what, you know what we should do? Mm-hmm. It's just a thought. I mean, so just hear me out, Palpatine. Um, <laughs> once a year, we should have, a, 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 like, 12 hours, right? <laughs> where we can just kill the 20, all the Jedi that we the want. Next 24 hours, all crimes <laughs> against Jedi will be legal. <laughs> Uh, we have Nari, the young Jedi who survived Order 66 as a youngling, tracked down Obi-Wan on Tatooine, hoping the Jedi Master would help him. Obi-Wan sadly turned the Jedi away, and Nari eventually was killed by the Inquisitors and hung in Town Square for everyone to see. See? That's what I'm talking about right there. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Like, like make even Obi-Wan afraid. He's gonna turn a youngling away, dude. He's gonna turn a youngling away, and then later find him hanging in the Town Square, and be like, be like... That's that's because of you. <laughs> you're big. Yeah, I just, just want to know who's like, like how how are like the staff meetings going every Wednesday when it's like we found another one, another fucking kid showed up in town. How many of these public hangings do we have to have? This was supposed to be done during Order sixty six. That's that's when that's when you looked at Vader. Vader. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Must have been hiding in a vent. <laughs> Can you imagine Vader being nervous, not saying anything? Well, Vader, what do you have to say for yourself? Turns the breathing down on his apparatus. 
Okay, the Grand Inquisitor was once a Jedi. Became disillusioned by the... of the Order, much like Ahsoka did, and fell to the dark side. At which point Vader recruited him to lead the Inquisitors. Dude dude was a Jedi Temple Guard. The Inquisition! (laughs) Okay, at least 12 known Inquisitors existed in the period between Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope. Each of them was a fallen former Jedi. So that's... We, we'll just add to the list of 13 already 12 more. So that's 25. No, you can't count them. You can't count You can't them. count former Jedi who survived Order 66 and they were like, hey, Vader, we'll join up with you, buddy. No, the only reason they survived is because they saw all the other Jedi fall. They're like, nope, I quit. I quit, too. Here's my lightsabers. Like, he, like, I'll join you guys if you want. I mean, just don't shoot me in the back. <laughs> that's what happened there. Sure, sure. Uh, the two biggest known of this list have been Trilla Siduri, known as the Second Sister from Fallen Order, and Reva Sevendar, who was known as the Third Sister from Obi-Wan Kenobi. I mean, they were, they were bitch-ass Jedis anyway, because <laughs> what happens, they, they become Inquisitors and hunt down other, other former Jedi? And yeah. torture them and stuff like, like, obviously, just, you, you're a piece of shit if you, if you do that without any problems. Which is shitty, but I'm just saying, 12 Jedi managed to live long enough to go up to Vader and say, hey, we surrender. We'll join you and help you hunt down the others. And you know what, you know what that was? Those were all people that had been previously trained by Qui-Gon Jinn. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, dropping down here at the bottom of the list is just other Jedi survivors. The 2017 Darth Vader comics depict a showdown between the villainous Sith Lord and Kirak Infilla, another Jedi in a spiritual exile that nearly got the upper hand over Vader during a duel. So not only did this guy survive, he almost kicked Vader's ass. Okay, yeah, that's because he was one of the few that actually went in the, in the, in the hiding and like trained like <laughs> shit. He one was of like, the few? <laughs> you mean one of the 20 others? <laughs> no, no. He was, he was one, of the tw- one of the ones that actually trained while he was in the hiding. He was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I'm going to work my shit up, man. <laughs> These comics also mention four Jedi survivors who have not been explored much in visual media. Oppo Rancisis, Coleman Kajaj, Kamun Kohli, and Selrock Elus. Dude, you are not trying to pronounce their names right. You are I'm, such a fucking I'm Jedi not, I'm not even. I'm not even putting effort into this. You know why? Because they should just be a statistic at this point. Shouldn't be on a list of survivors. Also in that comic series is Farron Barr, a brutal Jedi bent on avenging the Jedi Order with methods comparable to the rogue Saw Guerrera. Saw Guerrera. Saw Guerrera. Saw Guerrera. Uh, a young adult novel called Force Collector introduced Nak Med, a former Jedi dedicated to collecting artifacts and knowledge related to the Force. Okay, if you can't if you can't count the video games and the actual novels, you sure as hell can't count a junior novel. I, I am counting the video games and the novels. You shouldn't. They're not canon. They're totally canon. Disney's stupid. Disney is the motherfuckers who were like, oh yeah, we wish we could explore the extended universe, but we don't have any comics or games or TV shows or anything to explore. They're just pretending like it didn't happen. They're whitewashing history. They're the reason why this shit is happening. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. I'm so passionate about this. (laughs) It's you, so you, stupid that for 30 years we had cool canon, and then they were like, ah, it didn't really happen. Wow. You, you just, you, you're, you've just gone straight Joker, man. You just want to just tear shit apart. You just want to watch the Jedi world burn, man. Yes! It was, it was such a cool franchise, and they made it stupid. Uh, I mean, dude, I, I, I like, 
I like the the prequels. Not not because I think that they're good movies, right? I uh, to me the Revenge of the Sith is, is is decent. It's okay. I I prefer Attack of the Clones. I really liked Attack of the Clones. I watched that so many times growing up. I mean, I like uh, Phantom. I like Darth Maul. Yes, that's all I'm gonna say. I yes. like Darth Maul. Um, the, I can, the, the fight between Darth Maul and Qui-Gon and Obi is amazing. Yeah, yeah. And the, uh, and when, and I love, I mean, when Darth Maul first shows up, um, on, uh, on Tatooine and just out of nowhere, he just jumps off the bike and lightsaber like comes out in midair and he hits the ground swinging. <laughs> like he didn't show up there and like announce himself. He just, Boom! Like, like Qui Gon just like Anakin ducking and then bam, Maul's yeah. there and that fight's just going on. And Qui Gon <laughs> is so unprepared. Like as soon as that ship flies by, he's like, "I'm getting on it. I'm getting the fuck out of here." Yeah, he, he's like <laughs> driven back the entire time. What I love about that is that at the time, Maul didn't know who Anakin was, so he's just flying along on his Jedi bike or speeder bike, and he's like, "I'm gonna fight this Jedi," and on the way, I'm gonna run this kid over. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> fuck that kid. <laughs> so I love, it. and then and then like when they're when they actually fight, you know, uh, back on Naboo, that's like, oh man, that's such a good fight. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, and the way he died is is shit. But I, but I'm still gonna go back to the whole thing, uh, which is, you know, like Obi Wan struck him down in anger, and that's why he technically was not a a Jedi Master because he didn't know how to control his anger. Right, right. And in a sense, he didn't control not control his fear because. A big part of anger is fear as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and that's why he did not train Anakin properly. But, uh, but yeah, that whole thing of like him, like flipping over him and I was like, Psh, whatever. <laughs> Cause I mean, I think the problem is you made, they made Darth Maul such a badass yeah, that it was like, yeah. how do we kill a badass like this? You can't just kill him like or- in an ordinary way. And you're like, well, he's going to kill off Qui-Gon. Okay. He killed off Qui-Gon. But then, if we kill, if he kills Qui Gon, how the hell is Obi Wan gonna beat him? Because he's nowhere near as good as Qui Gon. Like, ah, <laughs> oh, shit. Um, we say Darth Maul fucked up, but <laughs> no, you can't do that. Well, I mean, Obi Wan won that fight because he didn't have the high ground. He he was lower down than Darth Maul, and then he managed to like jump up and get on equal ground with him. But at no point did he have the high ground, which kind of makes you wonder about <laughs> right about him baiting Anakin because. Even when he's fighting Anakin and he's like, don't try it, Anakin, I have the high ground. He doesn't cut Anakin down until Anakin has the high ground. Anakin jumps over him and is past him on the higher point of land, at which point then he cuts off all of his arms and legs. So maybe the whole high ground thing was just bullshit. Yeah, I think so. He just saying so. But I have to say, though, like, he, for one, for once, like, like, semicircle of a move, like, just like, arm two legs, pink. Like, I mean, that was, <laughs> that was nice. And, I mean, just like, like, okay, like, ta-da! I really like that all Anakin can say at that point. I hate you! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So it looks like that's about all on this list. They they only mention three other names with no context. Eethkoth, Zubane, Anka Nori, and Uvel. You Eethkoth. I don't know Eethkoth. No, you Eethkoth. That said, that brings it up to like 35 or 40 names. Okay. And, uh, that's just the ones we know about so far. We don't know about the ones that we don't know about. Um, we know, we know about them, too. 
Oh, here's the Wikipedia. That's probably a way more comprehensive list. Oh, yes, please. Let's go to the Wikipedia. It's it's a really good website. Uh, is there anything new? 141. <laughs> Just on their list. 141 Jedi that survived. According to this, yeah. That's not bad. Out of 10,000, that's not bad. <laughs> that's just the confirmed list, according to Wikipedia. That's still not bad. <laughs> that's that's pretty bad. <laughs> just, that's not bad. 141 out of 10,000? Just, just out of what's confirmed. We can't just assume... If, if they fucked up on 141 people, we can't just assume that they actually succeeded on all the others. Well, okay, th- that means they're, they're, they they weren't all there at the battle with the clones. Because this time, but this also doesn't include just Order 66, it also includes the Purge. Okay, but still, a guy, those people went into hiding, and they were a bunch of pussy-ass Jedi. Such as unidentified human male Jedi. I mean, well, he's unidentified, so we don't even know. He might just have a lightsaber, like a... Like Follow a, his will. Like my, like my chick, um, what's her name, um... Uh, oh crap! What is her name? She was a, she wasn't a Jedi, but she killed Jedi and took their lightsabers. Uh, oh, uh, 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 with her long ass Arsenia Hall fingers. <laughs> yeah, no, I know who you're talking about, but I can't remember. Yeah, like what well, I mean, her like she, maybe he was just one. He was like, oh hey. He's like, I found a lightsaber there. He's like, Jedi! Blah, 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 blah. And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I don't know, but he had a lightsaber, so he must have been a Jedi. No, no, this, he's, he's confirmed. He's a Force user and fought the Dark Jedi. Uh, blah, 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 blah. But nobody knows his name. Naman Cha. Well, he used Follow's Will, but yes, he, uh, he did not have a name listed. But all these other ones do. Kira Vantala. Okay, so so Zay. All right, so so let's get back. Let's get back to to your whole thing is because all the Jedi didn't die. You <laughs> say that that Order sixty six was a bust. Yeah, I I think that they did not succeed at what they set out to do, which was kill all Jedi. Again, that's not what Order sixty six was. It wasn't kill all Jedi. It was Jedi are not your enemy and not your friends. In conjunction with the Great Jedi Purge, which is called the Great Jedi Purge. The goal was to remove all Jedi. Now, if you want to say the Great Jedi Purge was was a failure, I can agree with that. I can stand by you on that one. I'm going to say they both were. But if you're going to tell me that, X, that Order 66 was, I'm going to have to disagree with you because, again, 66 was just was just saying, let's flip the switch here on these people and say, not your friends, not your enemies. If you see them, kill them. Okay. But the Purge, which was, okay, now, now we're actually actively, because that was not actively... Hunting them down, that was like, if you see them, kill them. Now, the Purge is actively hunting them down. If you want to say they failed in their job as a Purge, I can agree with that. I can stand behind you on that one. Okay. Okay. That's all I want. I just want some form of validation. That's it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez whiz. Yeah. Hell, that's, all you, if that's all you want, I would have drug this thing out longer. That's all I really needed is... Uh... You just wanted to be heard. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm just saying eventually we're going to hit the point... Where there are so many Jedi survivors that I would say that it's debatable that that Order sixty six was ever executed. So I will the purge, uh, but I will I will agree with you. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm saying specifically Order sixty six there that eventually there's going to be so many survivors that you have to question if that itself was even done. Well, 
I think because again, they not all the Jedi were fighting on the planets. So some of them were still like, okay, here the, the battle taking place on these different planets here. We've got Jedi that still have to maintain order on the planets that are not involved, that are not actively engaged in battle. So there were no there were no clone troopers there. So they killed the ones that were, or you killed most of the ones that were there with them in the battle, but there weren't any clone troopers around on like other planets where they just have a Jedi there just keeping the peace, you know? So, so in that case, then like there was nobody there for them to, to shoot. Mm-hmm. And so they get the message like, Oh shit. Um, so uh, guys, time for me to turn in. Uh, <laughs> you, you guys are good here, right? You guys can police yourselves. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, nah, I, I, I I think that right now, yeah, we can say that the purge was a failure. The purge was a failure. I would agree with that. Um, but I I would venture to say that inside of the next ten years, they will have listed so many Jedi survivors that I can successfully say Order sixty six was a failure. Um. Okay. So uh, because it wouldn't be the first time they changed canon. Uh, so so t- so taking your you know y- your theory. All right, and going with it. So yes, once you start getting to a certain point, then you got to say, okay, there's so many survivors now. They couldn't have all just been on outlying planets. Some of them would have would have had to have been in the like in active battle uh, zone. In which case, yes, they shouldn't have. They that many shouldn't have survived. Right. Um, I will say that uh, that with the uh, this whole thing with the um, you know the 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 Jedi and the the all that kind of stuff. It's because, it's because it's a, it was always a franchise, but because it's become a, a bigger franchise now that, and, and not just in the, in the movie aspect of it, it's become a bigger franchise in the sense of like everything, like, you know, like, it, like everything. Yeah. 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 That they're like, okay, well, we have to, we have to constantly come up with new, new characters, new characters. And since, since the Jedi are the thing, like nobody just wants like a rebel. Right? right? No one, no one, right. no one just wants a rebel action figure. It has to be a Jedi action figure, right? It has to be Jedi so that, yeah, they're, they're putting themselves in, in a spot where they're going to have to keep coming up with more and more because they're not putting the focus on, let's, let's make some non Jedi characters, you know, popular. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cause I mean, in the original, like Star Wars, you know, you had one Jedi, well, I guess, Two technically, you had Luke and you had uh, Obi Wan. Yeah. Then Obi Wan died real quick, so you just really mm-hmm. had Luke. Then you had Yoda, but then we never saw Yoda fight, so yeah, no yeah. one was sitting there and was going, "Oh, hey, yeah, we you know, we had a, had a Yoda action figure, you know, because like because he's going to be a great fighter next to Luke. Like, look, it's a partnership, like Luke and Yoda, like Starsky and Hutch. Like, no, that 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 wasn't going on. So you had one Jedi, and then you had Han, you had uh, uh, Chewie, and all that kind of stuff. So. So that was all cool, but then, but then they moved on as like, oh, the only thing people care about though are Jedi. That's what the kids want. The kids want Jedi. So let's keep making always Jedi, 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 Jedi. It's like, but now you're running into the, the problem yeah. that you're presenting. This problem, which brings it all back around to Disney sucks. Um, Disney is lacking direction in certain aspects of their franchises. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they suck. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think if I can really refute that. Like, <laughs> like, 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 I'm not fully on board, but at the same time, I can't say that they don't suck, you know, because I look at so many things. I'm like, yeah, they're really dropping the ball on this. Yeah. They're dropping yeah. the ball on that. Like, 
I mean, I used to be such a hardcore Disney fan, but I'm just saying, the past five years or so, they've just sucked. Um, I think the problem with Disney is that Disney is trying to become a like a conglomerate. Mm-hmm. Like they 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 want they want they want Disney to be an empire and not a brand. Right. Right. So all their stuff has to all just be together, like. The theme parks, the movies, the everything all has to be one big, like, 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 unit. It, it, mm-hmm, it can't be mm-hmm. independent. We can't, like, the, like, the, the theme parks and then the, you know, the, the movies and then something else. Like, they all can't be separate. They all has to be one big thing because by doing it, it, that keeps the franchise or the, the merchandise going. That right, keeps the merchandise right. going by doing it that way because now it's all one thing. It's not separated between like, well, this is this version of it, this is that version of it, but it waters it down to yeah, what you're yeah. seeing there. And, and that's what they think about thinking about. They're thinking more about the merchandising and not about the brand. Yeah. Yeah. Because and they're, cause they're like, they're, they're confusing the two. I mean, that's, that's, that's what killed it for me as far as the Star Wars thing goes was just like, Disney totally switching gears and saying none of the books, none of the comics, none of the games are canon. It's like, but they were for my entire childhood. Well, I'm not going to blame Disney on that. I'm going to blame Lucas on that. Well, because I mean, people have been saying Lucas sucks since episode one. So, <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, but I'm the reason I'm blaming Lucas on that was because remember when he kept talking about uh, the like he did the prequels and they were like, okay, well, what about what comes after that? What about what comes after that? He's like, I don't have any plans for that. And they were like, well. What about the, uh, the heir to the empire thing? It's like, no, that's not, that's not real. That's in the books. That doesn't really like, he's the one that killed all that because people love heir to the empire. Doing mm-hmm. an adaptation of that would not have been a bad thing. No, no, it would have been huge, but he wanted to be a dick shit about it and be like, no, 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 no. Cause that's not my story. How dare you love something? that's not my story. Yeah. Yeah. You know, no, I mean, I, I have a huge lot of issues with George Lucas too. I truly do. Well, you know I do. Yeah, yeah, but uh, but yeah, it was just like that in conjunction with uh, with who, whoever it was at Disney being like, well, gee, I wish we could adapt comics, but we don't have any Star Wars comics. And it's like you motherfucker. Mm. Like you're being paid like like two hundred thousand dollars a year to be in the position that you are, and you don't even know about. The Star Wars comics, fuck you. Yeah, you've got the Marvel comics, you had the Dark Horse comics, you had comics out of everything. Like, like you, you had a ton of comics. Like some of the best Boba Fett stories were in the comics. So, I mean, yeah, you you had you had stuff to draw upon if you wanted to. Um, so but yeah, that, yeah. Just... But but the thing, you know, when you when you when you tap into that, so if they say they wanted to go to the comics and wanted to adapt something, the, due to whatever the the agreement was with, let's say, Dark Horse, you might have to pay Dark Horse something for that. Mm-hmm. You know, or with Marvel. Well, with Marvel, it's not a big deal now because, like, we're DC, Mar- we're like a Disney, Marvel, Fox, whatever it is. You know, yeah, yeah. So we're so that's not an issue here. But before, I've been like, okay, if we take one of these original characters or one of these stories from there, then we've got to acknowledge these other people here, and then we can't own that. Right, and we right. have to own it all. All has to be Disney. It's like you know, like Disney or nothing else. Right. Yeah. You know, if yeah. People jackboots walking down the street with like <laughs> mouse ear logos on or anything. It's just like Disney, Disney, Disney. Come <laughs> along and sing the song and join the <laughs> Yeah, you'll, you'll somebody come up, you'll like a soldier come up to you and like salute and you're like, oh, 
Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's just, I, I guess it's like the whole, oh, it's a slippery slope thing. And it's like, this is the same reason why, like, why the, the Protestants during the Reformation were getting so bent out of shape over, like, changes made to the Bible. And it's like, how, how many times are they going to change the canon and, and say, oh, that didn't happen, that didn't happen, before they finally say, oh, yeah, Revenge of the Sith didn't happen? You know, let's just make it a broad sweeping thing. Uh, the prequel trilogy didn't happen. Right. It's like, okay, so now you've just completely obliterated a huge part of a lot of people's childhood. And, like, yeah, folks may say that that's, that's overkill, but it's like, okay, well, they've, they've already gotten rid of, like, all the books and all the comics and shit. Mm -hmm. So, like, is, is it that much of a stretch? I, I really don't think so. Mm. I just see now, you know, one day you'll be like, you know, What's the password? <laughs> Goofy's a dog. Come on in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, they're they're going to wind up getting rid of the original trilogy and the prequel trilogy. They're going to do a remake of the original trilogy with like a super diverse cast, and it's going to be terrible. And it's it's going to take out all the stuff that made the original script make sense. And then all we're going to have is that and the Ray movies. Oh god, the Ray movies. <laughs> Ugh. I can't I mean I have to watch that after I watched the first one, I just could not do any other. No wait. No, I, I watched the first two. Yeah, I watched the first two. And after that I was like, I'm done. These are all horrible. Yeah, yeah. I mean that that's that's what we're building up to. It's like right right now they're fine with saying that the Mandalorian is canon because Grogu's selling a lot of baby Yoda toys, but you know what well, what's gonna happen in fifteen or twenty years? They're gonna say, Oh, it's not canon. Yeah. Well, I mean, plus the Mandalorian is good. I mean, that's the other thing. The yeah, Mandalorian yeah. is just good. It's good, and it's making money, so that's two points in favor of it. But, you know, once upon a time, the prequels were good and making money. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, 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 don't think anyone, I don't think anyone outside of me would say the prequels are good. <laughs> and, the thing, and things, the prequels aren't good. I enjoy the prequels because I just like watching that slow burn, just building that plan. Yeah, yeah. Just, why, just putting everything in place. To me, that is so fascinating. Just, it's, I, I don't know. There's something about that that I just, the, the evil part of me just <laughs> loves seeing that. You know, it's like, it, it's like a damn mini wheat, man. It's like, 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 like the good part of me, like, really wants to see the bad guys, you know, like, like, like the bad guys lose. The evil part of me likes watching them slowly <laughs> build this thing together. <laughs> Yeah, I, I always loved uh, the line, this is how democracy dies, not with tears, but with thunderous applause. Yes. Like, it's such a good line. It is. It's a great line. I mean, but they, I mean, so this is what I love about how Palpatine put all this shit together. So just, you know, he starts, he's, first off, he's a, he's a Sith hiding in plain sight. Mm hmm. You know, not doing anything. And you know, he's probably doing some subtle, like, Sith manipulations and stuff, you know, the behind the scenes, you know, to like, oh, let me get the Trade Federation to do this, we do that. But he may not have to because they're just greedy assholes anyway. Right, right. So, so he, he, he starts off with, you know, that, you know, kind of getting them, you know, in his pocket. Then he's like, okay, what I'm going to do is I'm going to get them to, to the Trade Federation to like kind of enforce their trade rules, even if, even if it's, it's illegal. Right, right. And they're going to use their, you know, they're going to use the, uh, their, their, uh, uh, droid troops, the droid army, okay, to do that. The Jedi, 
even though the Jedi are 10,000 strong, you can't pull all 10,000 Jedi to fight this war. Right. right? right. So some of them have to stay where they are because, again, you've still got to you know, police the rest of the galaxy. So they got to pull some of them, but they still had to be enough to stop an entire droid army, which are getting stronger. Right. And, you know, they, because they, 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 they had like, they had their regular battle droids. Then you had the super, the super battle droids, the, the, whatever it is. Then you had the, um, the ones that, um, the, uh, the ones that rolled out and then yeah, popped up in Yeah, yeah, love those guys. And so you had all those. And then, and then you, and then you had, after that, you had these other ones too. And they can crank out more droids than we can, than we can, like, you know, like make new Jedi. Right. So, so, so he's like, he's like, okay, this is my plan here. And in order for the Jedi to, to win this, cause they have to protect the galaxy, they're going to need reinforcements. So I'm going to start this clone army like years before mm-hmm. and just have them like building, like just in, 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 you know, like in silence, like no one knows they're there. I just have them slowly building up, building up, building up. And then I'm going to do this, this quote, uh, like assassination on like Cinder Amandala, or who's no longer a Cinder anymore, or, right, or queen. Right. Or she's Cinder. She's not a queen. Have this this, this uh, assassination, which was never designed to kill her. Right. Yeah. So I want to make this clear because this is. I think this is great. So um, so they send Zam Weasel, uh, Zam Weasel, to kill Amandala. Right. Right. She fails, or it fails. They the Jedi track uh, track uh, Zam down. And then before Zam can talk, Jango Fett kills him. Kills her, yeah. Well, if you hire an assassin to do a job, you don't send another assassin <laughs> to watch him make sure they do the job. Right. So Zam was never supposed to do that, was never supposed to succeed. It was just to, you know, to, but in, in their mind, they were supposed to, right? That they thought that their, their job was to kill them, but right. they never thought they expected him to succeed because the whole point of it was, he shoots, uh, he shoots, uh, Zam with the, uh, Kamino saber, saber dart. God, yep, I can't yep. believe I remember the shit. <laughs> Obi-Wan takes the dart. He gets it and he looks at it and he's like, Oh, yeah. The only person that makes this is, uh, is, you know, on, um, Kamino. And I was like, Kamino, I've never heard of this place. Goes, tries to find him. Can't find anything. Oh, well, the place you're looking for doesn't exist. Right. And he's like, right, but, right. but this guy here, you know, the, the, he, he says it does. And, uh, so then they find it's like, oh, well, this thing has been erased. It's like, oh, well, that's really curious, right? right this whole right. plan has been erased. So he flies out there and guess what? He finds Django Fett and his whole clone army. He's like, we never ordered a clone army. And if we did, like, why, why would they be hidden from us? Why would no one ever know about it? Right. But right. before you can even ask that question and like start looking into it, bam, we got this whole war. <laughs> and it's like, and Yoda says like, it's, you know, it's, it's, you know, just lucky we happen to have this whole clone army and you never get to look into why. Yeah, because now yeah, you're fully yeah. engaged in this battle. And it's like, and, and the only thing you think of is like, after this battle is over, then we'll look into how, like, why these people are there. Like, like right now we're just like, wow, they're really lucky. The force was with us. Right, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> you have to, oh, let me also say this thing. Yes, the force is with you. The force is there. Like, the force is with us. The force is also with the Sith. Right. So the force yeah. can't be trusted. <laughs> the force is playing both sides, right? That, that's what a lot of people don't get is like the, the Jedi's whole catchphrase is may the force be with you. The Sith catchphrase is may the force serve you well. <laughs> it's like as far as the Sith are concerned, the force is a tool to be used. Right. I mean, because again, like the, the, the force is, it's just, it's just a, a power that you tap into. It's really neither good nor bad. Right. So. Right. Anyway, so, 
So the, the clone troopers out there, like, oh, yeah, we, we'll find out how this started and who did all this stuff after we win this because they're so confident they're going to win this. Right. And they are. They are winning because they are, de- they're destroying the, all the, all the, uh, the, uh, droid troops. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The droid army. They're destroying them all. Right. Great. And then once you've taken oh, out all the, in, by the way. all the, almost all the droid army, that's when they flip on you. Yeah. Yeah. And so you never find out who started it, why, but, the only reason you even have them to begin with is because Obi-Wan found them. Obi-Wan only found them because Jango killed Zam Wiesel and left the Kamino Saber. He could have shot her with a laser. Yep, yep, which he specializes in. And right. He had those cool, like, western laser pistols. Or that big-ass rockets on his back and killed, killed both of you guys at the same time. While you're sitting here looking at her going, tell me who talked to you, why you were trying to kill her. He could have shot that, that rocket off his back, mm-hmm. blown you guys to hell, right? Or to the force, or whatever it is. So, but he didn't. He purposely shot her with a Kamino Saber dart, which is what led you on the path there to find out you had the troops right before you're going to need them. Yep, yep. So she was never meant to actually kill Amidala. Like, that is beautiful. Oh, yeah, yeah. That is great. That's why I love those movies, because all of that, when you start putting it all together, like, holy shit, everything had to be... And the thing is, it didn't have to be perfect. It didn't have to be her. All you had to do was keep the Jedi in the dark. Yeah, yeah. Because even if you messed up, they don't know. And all you have to do is just adjust your plan for any kind of mistake because they have no idea what's coming. And again, may the Force be with you. The Force has been with all you guys, but the Force doesn't take sides. Right. It's just, it's just a source of, of, of power, right? And the Force is very well aware of what's going on in a sense, <laughs> right? And it didn't warn you guys at all. Right. So, like, yeah, fuck you, fuck the force, <laughs> fuck Guy Ritchie, fuck, <laughs> <laughs> fuck your tea and fuck the queen. It's like my lightsaber is purple. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I mean, I, 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 the, the, the prequels have grown on me over the years. I didn't like them when I was younger. Now I don't have any real beef with them. Yeah. I mean. Obviously, I make fun of Child Anakin constantly. But. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, Child Anakin. I mean, it's Child Anakin. That's what the little shit gets for not trying to act better. So, uh. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, the- <laughs> you know what Vader said at, uh, at, uh, Padme's funeral? Uh. Are you an angel? <laughs> <laughs> he stood up. He stood up to the mic and said, she's an angel now. <laughs> God turned her into a bird so she could fly far, far away from you. <laughs> when I first met Padme, I was but a slave. <laughs> and now I'm a Sith. <laughs> <laughs> I've prepared this song for the funeral. Darkness! No, Padme! <laughs> Very much with the Darth Vader trio. <laughs> <laughs> if you were a book, is at your next uh, Jedi funeral? <laughs> uh, Smash cut to ten years later. It's like, why are we getting any business? <laughs> you would think there'd be more Jedi funerals. <laughs> there should be ten thousand of them. Looks really pointedly into the camera. <laughs> Darth Maul fourth wall break. <laughs> 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 if 
Maybe you can see him wink. All right. Well, we're like an hour and ten minutes. In. <laughs> oh, man. I needed to bring it back around. Yeah, for my agenda. <laughs> no, that was good. That was good. <laughs> All right. Well, I've I've been a Comey, and my name is Turk182. Too bad this couldn't have been episode sixty six. <laughs> oh well. Um. Oh, see what we should have done was waited until season six. Oh yeah. Episode six. Oh, we can do that. Oh, yes, we can, right? Can't you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah make a little note. Uh, <laughs> and then you'll, you'll post it as like season six, episode seven. And then at the end of it, we'll be like, we, we, we'll do it this way. And we're like, no, they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, podcast on order 66. Make season six. Six. <laughs> okay but yes so I have been a Comey and I am still Turk 22 uh, I am a proud Order 66 denier or proud Jedi Purge denier uh, I'm on the fence but I'm open to hear more of uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, laser blasters can't melt steel beams uh. <laughs> yeah, there's no way that you can hear like a like a one meter uh one meter hole from a, a spaceship, like flying it, you know, however many, like a, <laughs> uh, like a, what, what, is it, what do they call it? Um, the, well, shit, what was it the, the Millennium Falcon did? Uh, the exhaust port? No, 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 no. The, uh, the, you never heard of the Millennium Falcon? The, oh, the, the Kessel Run. Yeah, the, the <laughs> ship they did the Kessel Run and, like, parsecs, yeah, it's just like, you got to think of X wing is going to like like two parsecs a minute, you know, an hour. Everything's supposed to be like a like a one meter hole. Please, Death Star was an inside job. If all the if all the Jedi actually died, then where are the mass graves? Um. <laughs> <laughs> and little known, the deep inside the Death Star has one man. If Vader is start making fun of me, I'm going to blow his Death Star up. <laughs> <laughs> I know there's, there's like a hole in the thing. And it's like, it's, it, it, just take my staple and just throw it right in there. I'm like, don't Death Star will just go crashing down. <laughs> Drop my staple right down the exhaust port. <laughs> um, yeah, but, uh, yeah the, the, only reason the, the only reason the Jedi pushed this narrative is because they control the media. So, uh, <laughs> this podcast is going to get shut down. <laughs> <laughs> I finally crossed that line. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, bye, everybody. <laughs> this Death Star is fully functional. <laughs> it's the best Death Star. It's huge. What are these rumors you hear about a, about a, about a one meter hole? <laughs> it's lies. Crooked Hillary. <laughs> And says no, that the Death Star has an open exhaust port. It cro- doesn't. It's Crooked Leia. Crooked <laughs> Leia. <laughs> Sleepy Jar Jar wants to make you think that the exhaust ports are open on the Death Star. <laughs> the Death Star is impenetrable and we like that. We can say that. There's nothing wrong with that. Get this criminal. Gonna call him a criminal. Han Solo. <laughs> if it's fine to call him a criminal, he is a smuggler. He smuggles. That's what he does. Like, 
I don't think I don't think so was his last name. If it is, raise the birth certificate. Show me. <laughs> so is your last name. I believe he's actually Han Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> Prove to me that he was alone. That's all I'm saying, people. <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid <laughs> I, I'm going to take responsibility for that that was my fault I started that <laughs> alright well bye everybody Zang <laughs> yo alright there folks that was our moms think we're funny let's uh Let's give him a hand.